famo. It's your boy the Crippy. And it's Sunday, March 19th, 2023. And this is another episode of the MIB podcast. How's everybody doing today? Yeah, your boy Crippy is doing well. The weather's looking nice outside. Prep for a show today. I've been prepping this show for a couple of days now. I wanted to release this show as the uh, Bitcoin show Thursday or Friday but then got caught up with so many things and had the show prepped had to remove some stories had to add some stories and yeah, family so we have it today, this morning I am not that certain if I will drop another one for the weekend podcast uh, with the prices and everything else and all the stories on the market I'll try to keep this one Bitcoin And quite possibly Tuesday, I will hit the markets and the prices uh, on the midweek. This one is just a bit more of a Bitcoin show. And I'll see. Let me find out. Uh, I I will drop the prices. I will go into um, the Lizard, CoinGecko, and drop those prices for those who want to keep abreast if they don't. And FAMO, Bitcoin had almost, well, Bitcoin had passed 20, right now Bitcoin accordingly to the lizard coin gecko is at $27,535. We've had a massive uptick in the price, FAMO. uh, We've had uh, a few things happening with the banks, but that has nothing to do with anything. As far as we know, we stack sats, baby. And yeah, things went down to almost 16,000 and everyone was shaken out. I had friends who was calling me to ask me, hey, what's going on with Bitcoin, man? The market is down. And I I suppose they're waiting for the price to be a whole lot more expensive so they can buy it then. You know, really smart. You know what I mean? Famo, I've done that too. First got in, top of the market, bought it. Everyone was buying and it tanked it didn't mean that I lost any sats it's just that the value accordingly went away for a bit stack sats bitcoin moved from 16,000 to 27,000 let's get this price here again 652 now it's been up 0.3% so, yeah, let's continue with the rest of what's going on here in the market. We have Ethereum trading at 1,802.77. Ethereum went up as well. Uh, within the last 24 hours, Ethereum has been down 0.7%. And Bitcoin up 0.3% in the last 24 hours. Then we have USDT or Tether, stablecoin, trading at $1.01. The best stablecoin out there right now by far with the most value then we have bnb trading at 342.60 and that's binance binance has been up 2.4 percent within the last 24 then we have circles usdc also trading at one dollar and one cents not i guess they're trying to do as well as tether but they de-pegged so not many people have so much faith in their stablecoin um, now trading at 101 like I said up 0.6% 
Then we have XRP trading at 39 cents, up 3.8% within the last 24, and everything else seems to be in the red. We have Cardano trading at 35 cents, down 0.5% within the last 24. Then we have Matic trading at $1.21, down 1.8% within the last 24. Then we have Dogecoin. Doge has managed to stay in the top 10 forever, trading at 7 cents, down 1.6%. And then we have Lido Staked Ether or Staked Ether trading at 1,802.59. 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, we have Solana, Binance USD trading at 101. Well, a lot of people are, apparently a lot of people are using stable. If these coins are now trading at one dollar and one cent, it means that a lot of people have, well, as we've seen, people have gotten shaken out of the fiat market. Not really trusting in the services that the banking sector is providing and the wise people because uh, we have many others out there who really don't um, seem to care about it. It's something that the government is going to fix for them. They see that their value is parked in the bu- in well, parked in the bank. I was going to say parked in the bus or the bus is parked, but it's parked in the bank. They're happy with the services that the bank is providing, um, even though we've all found out that it's not even fractional reserve. It's no reserve from 2020, as the Feds don't require banks to have um, your money in the bank as of 2020. Do the research. Follow the podcast. The stories are there. You might say that the creepy is just talking some ish. But I only read the facts and I only read the news as what comes out here. And yeah, so we were talking about the rest of those. Then we have in 13th place. Uh, which one is this? Is it ship? Polkadot, actually. It's in 13. Trading at 659 or six dollars and five nine cents and then we have shib trading at an obviously low number i am not trying to read that out down one percent within the last 24 and then we have litecoin trading at 85 dollars and 81 cents yes famo yeah and so in the news today goldman highlights bitcoin as best performing asset Oh, let's see what's happening with that here. That's one of our stories. Next. The Bitcoin market cap grows 60% in 2023 as top Wall Street banks lose $100 billion. Bitcoin has, a, has decoupled from stocks and continues to rise 10 years after the Cyprus banking crisis conceded with a, B, a BTC price Boom. Yeah, famo. This is what's happening with Bitcoin. And it, you know, for, for some time they said that it was correlated with stocks. And stocks went down, BTC went down. Well, this is not the case this time around. BTC has made a couple moves to the north while everything else is going south. And as we saw earlier on, when I first started, BTC has been trading at approximately 
well, as of now, it's $27,737, moving up to 28. FAMO, total market cap of uh, Bitcoin is 531 billion. Yeah. 155,652,274 dollars. So yeah, FAMO, Bitcoin, the market cap is booming. I read this story earlier and I had it on the other podcast quite recently about Bitcoin adoption and matching Kuro and I thought it I thought it good to bring it up again. Match and Kura is this text-based tool to Bitcoin the unbitcoined. Yes, famo, this one was developed in Africa. And you know what, famo? I had the dashboard up today. I will get back to that story in a little bit. Let's see what we have here today on the dashboard. All right. According to the dashboard today, we have BTC trading at 27505, and that's the dashboard. One one dollar or one greenback will get you 3,635 sats. And we know that a sat is the lowest unit or the smallest unit of a Bitcoin. Market cap, accordingly, I just read 531.6 billion. 14 ounces of gold will get you one Bitcoin today if you want to trade that up. We have 1,596,934 BTC held currently in corporate treasuries. Currently at block height 781.522. Percentage of the, well, I will say the percentage issued of Bitcoin so far, 92%. FAMO. We have 92% of Bitcoin currently issued. That leaves 8%. That's not a lot. Will you be one to have a Bitcoin before it's all said and done? Right, famo? It would seem like it's an impossible thing to get, but at the price that it is now, it's still a bargain. You know, the creepy has been out here in many other podcasts. And we've been saying to get the asset while you can. There will become a point when everyone else will realize the, well, the value prop of Bitcoin. For now, a few people do. This is why we're here. This is why the creepy is here. MIB crew to wise you up for a little bit. It's like buying gold, but this is it's, it's, it's digital gold. FAMO. This is the digital gold. And it's going to get a little bit harder 
to purchase Bitcoin on the on-ramps, any one of the exchanges that you know about, Gemini, Coinbase, Kraken, KuCoin, to name a few, the banks will soon find a way to take over and you will have to use their services. As we've seen that there's been an attack on crypto and for those of you who don't do your research, you will believe anything that's being thrown at you. Yet, we know for a fact that the top banks and even fintech companies and everyone else, the billionaires and the millionaires out there, they, they have Bitcoin. They know what a or what, they, or what hard money is, like gold, like silver. They see it and they're buying it up. So famo, we don't want you to not have your fair share. Point one Bitcoin will set you and your family up for a long time to come. The all-time high of Bitcoin was $69,010. So we're close to half of that right now at 28, almost 28,000. Uh, we declined 60% from that all-time high. And that date was November 10th, 2021. So that's been 494 days so far since that has passed. Famo, please. We're, we're at, well, 95, 95% of the supply will be November 16th 2025, yeah, 2025, around there. And 99% of the supply, December 26, 2034. 95% FAMO will be next year. It might seem like it's too, too expensive, but really it's not. Buy a little bit at a time. Before the feds and everyone else locks down shop, which they really won't, the majority of Bitcoin, they've missed the boat. <laughs> they've missed the boat, famo, because they didn't believe. And finally, now when they realize what this, this uh, disruptive talk, technology is all about, we're, we're almost, we're at 90, 92% issuance now. So they can fight for the other 8%. Or they can just grab it from you when that time comes. Okay, uh, you don't don't put anything past a government who realizes that their institutions are failing and their dollar would be getting weak. Just like gold, when they issued that, every citizen should bring in their gold. And really, they didn't ask a question. They told you what to do. They will certainly find a way to do this with Bitcoin and some other digital assets that they perceive to be valuable. So... It's all about how you protect what you have and it's all about buying what you can right now. All of, all of Bitcoin will be issued March 2nd, 2138. Well, I'll be a very, very old man then. The last full Bitcoin would be May 10th, 2104. Yes, famo. That's when the last Bitcoin will be issued now back to the news 
Goldman Sachs highlights Bitcoin as the best performing asset. This is Goldman Sachs, fam, not, uh, not just what I have to say here. Bitcoin has outpaced traditional investment assets and sectors such as technology and gold in year-to-date, or YTD, absolute returns on risk-adjusted performance according to recent data from Goldman Sachs. The leading cryptocurrency has gained 51% year-to-date, absolute returns surpassing information technology, plus by 16%, communication services by 15%, consumer discretionary by 11%, Russell 1000 growth, 10% gold, 4% and the S&P 500 by 4% outperformed FAMO. Meanwhile, energy and crude oil have seen declines of 11 and 14% respectively. Oil prices have dropped to the lowest since December 2021 due to, to softer fundamentals and broader market concerns. The market's flaw will depend on OPEC and the U.S. In terms of risk-adjusted returns, which are measured by the Sharpe ratio, the Bellwether coin has also demonstrated strong performance with a score of 1.9. This is higher than Information Technology 1.5, Nasdaq 1.4, and Healthcare 1.1. Bitcoin's recent surge in price has been attributed to the growing likelihood of the U.S. Federal Reserve eventually ditching its hawkish monetary policy, which, by the way, with fractional reserve or no reserve and so many other um, debt instruments that they have used in recent times, all cause for failures of these banks, not crypto. Not crypto, famo. Um, I did read this. The market cap had grown 60%. Let me read a little bit more of the story. Bitcoin has decoupled from stocks and continues to rise 10 years after the Cyprus banking crisis. The market cap of BTC has added another $194 billion in 2023. A 66% year-to-date growth vastly outperforms top, well, top Wall Street Bank stocks. And we just read that. Moreover, since the decoupling from the United States stocks for the first time in a year, with the price rising about 65% versus S&P's 2.5 gains and Nasdaq 15% decline in 2023. The six largest U.S. banks, J.P. Morgan Chase, Bank of America, Citigroup, Wells Fargo, Morgan Stanley and Goldman Sachs have lost nearly $100 billion in market valuation since the year's start, according to data gathered by companies marketcap.com. Calm. FAMO. Don't we see what's going on here? Uh, well, you know what, FAMO? Those of us who are paying attention to crypto, right, are the ones who are seeing what's totally happening here. If you're doing your research and not just listening to what's going on on CNN, then you would be very much in tune to what's happening here. Now, Bitcoin total addresses sees rapid growth. Is that a sign of adoption? Yeah, I think it is. On-chain data shows the total number of Bitcoin addresses has seen rapid growth recently, a sign that adoption may be accelerating. 
Bitcoin total addresses have grown by 3.9% during the last two months only. According to data from the on-chain analytics firm Santiment, BTC has a total of 45.14 million addresses. The relevant indicator here is the BTC supply distribution, which tells us which wallet groups in the market include how many addresses right now. In other Bitcoin news, the Mining Development Kit, MDK, something that came up with Jack Dorsey, former owner of Twitter, CEO of Twitter, and a strong Bitcoiner. A little while back, Jack announced that we were considering launching a Bitcoin mining system based on custom silicon and open software. So now he's sharing this. Today we want to share, well, I, I read this, this was a, a couple days ago, that we are considering building a mining development kit or MDK. And we're, we're inviting you to help us define it. So that means they're asking for the community out there to help with this. Well, it's open software. The, op the MDK, as we currently envision it, will consist of one, a powerful, reliable, industrial-grade Bitcoin mining hashboard. The hashboard will be designed to be compatible with our custom-built control board, as well as readily available third-party controllers such as Raspberry Pi. This is wonderful. I can certainly link my own Raspberry Pi up to that. Hopefully, uh, it can bring mining home to me, because I myself think that um, what's left of Bitcoin should not be given to the big mining parties out there but it should really just be spread out around the world so everyone can mine sats for themselves but that's not going to happen just like gold you will see that people that have a bit more um, cash reserves and strong financials will go to get as many mining rigs as possible this is why Satoshi designed this thing with a difficulty, mining difficulty, and that's what's called a difficulty adjustment. So that no one party or no big party can get access to all of the Bitcoin all at once. Yet, they do have an advantage though in that they have the computers that can quite possibly hash as much more and have more computing power than yours would. Anyway, back to Jack and his hashboard and his MDK. So it's going to come with backward compatibility with existing mining hardware, power requirements, power supply. Let's move on down. There's a lot famo, a custom design controller board, optimum, optimum source and open firmware, Extensive reference materials and, so and uh, support documentation to facilitate easy customization of this hashboard. The intention behind the MDK is to provide developers with a suite of tools to help unlock creativity and innovation in Bitcoin mining hardware. We anticipate the MDK being useful for development projects focused on integrating Bitcoin mining into various novel use cases such as one, heating solutions. Yeah, I've read where some people have used their 
mining rigs to even heat their home in the winter because it, it, it gets hot mining. Off-grid mining, home mining, which I would love, or intermittent power applications as well as optimization of Bitcoin mining hardware for traditional commercial mining operations. With the MDK, we see significant op opportunity to increase the accessibility and openness of Bitcoin mining hardware in order to accelerate innovation in the field. Yeah, I was speaking about Machin Kura earlier before I went back to the dashboard. And we have nearly 3,000 Africans who've adopted Bitcoin in recent times by use of this thing called Machinkura. And well, that's a powerful truck right there. And a tool built by software developer Gatatso Gakko for using Bitcoin with nothing but a feature phone, no computer, smartphone, or internet service is required. He used the Raspberry Pi, which I just spoke about a little a little while ago. He set up the Raspberry Pi running both a Bitcoin and Lightning node and was trying to figure out what he could build on top of it. Well, he built this. And you don't need a smartphone. With Match and Kura, mobile phone users across a range of African countries can access the app by dialing a specific code depending on their location and services they wish to access. Its services include sending or receiving Bitcoin, checking one's balance, or even bartering Bitcoin for goods and services on BitRefill. I just thought it nice to bring that up again on this. Now we have another thing here called Wolf that is set up for the Lightning Network. Lightning Accelerator in Wolf's Clothing announces first cohort world-class list of investors and mentors. What is Wolf? Well, let's find out. This has everything to do with the Lightning Network Layer 2 solution built on top of Bitcoin. Um, the first ever startup accelerator dedicated to the Lightning Network announced recently that it has selected eight teams for its inaugural cohort, Wolfpack One. Despite an ongoing slowdown in many parts of the crypto industry, Bitcoin and the Lightning Network are experiencing tremendous growth. The Lightning Network's capacity is at an all-time high, up 63% from the beginning of 2022, and innovation is gathering momentum. The introduction of Bitcoin ordinals have seen more than 200,000 inscriptions on the, bit on the blockchain in less than two months, and the explosive growth of Nostra continues with more than 2 million pub keys riding events. As Wolf heads towards the start of its first cohort in April, fully in person in NYC, the company announced a world-class list of committed investors and mentors, including some of the most influential investors and operating companies in Bitcoin, which include Allen Farrington, Ego Death Capital, Fulger Ventures, Hivemind Ventures, Kingsway Capital, NY, well, NYDIG. I, NYDIG, hmm. I wonder if Novogratz is involved. Stone Ridge Holdings Group, Urim Capital and others. The volume 
and quality of applications to Wolf has been simply incredible. Yes, famo, the definition of what it means to build on Bitcoin is evolving. Yeah, we had a we had an explosion of growth in everything but Bitcoin, but famo is slow. You need to know your ish to build on Bitcoin. This is not like taking the million um, um, shit coins you have out there and just throwing them out there at people. Bitcoin products have to work. They have to have the consumer in mind, the protection of your asset, and the value prop as well. So, what is Wolf bringing to us here? Bringing self-custodial trading to Lightning, yes, FAMO, trading, using discrete log contracts or DLCs. A WeChat-style super app for Nostra and Lightning. Automated Lightning node management. Instant payments and remittances in MENA markets, important. Integrating payments to esports tournament organizations. Lightning monetized content delivery infrastructure. Lightning infrastructure and education for enterprises. Non-custodial wallet node management. And Lightning services. Yeah, famo. In the news today, well, that was lightning. A little bit on lightning and what's being built with that. You know what? Let me go into this story here with El Salvador. I thought it important to bring that up as well. And, you know, recently, of recent times, El Salvador had owned quite a, a bit of money to the IMF. They had a debt that they had to pay off. And guess what? They did what they had to do. Yeah, El Salvador launches Bitcoin and Lightning educational program. That was, um, I had read something to this effect a couple of weeks ago. The Kubo six-month educational program has just been announced by El Salvador's Bitcoin office. The program aims to produce Bitcoin and Lightning developers through the Salvadorian University system. Go, my man! The selected students will have the chance to compete for the inaugural Plan B Fellowship financed by Tether and Fulger Ventures. This program is made possible because of the recently made public agreement between El Salvador and Lugano, Switzerland to establish the first Bitcoin embassy, FAMO. This is El Salvador we're talking about. Okay? This is a this is a, a president that is looking forward to building for his community and his country, building on Bitcoin, making it happen. And yes, the the IMF expected him to fail and he did not. And guess what? The price of Bitcoin is on the rise. And what does that mean for the Bitcoin that he has in his in his treasury, famo, he's just his country is just going to be the shining light in South, well, no, Central America. Continuing on here, some of the top talent in Bitcoin will oversee and lead the curriculum. Specific names will be announced later on, on a later date. The subjects covered in classes will vary from advanced technical development specifically for Bitcoin to distributed technologies like hole punch, nostril, 
and Web5. The program is privately funded and all students who qualify for the Plan B Fellowship will receive a stipend to assist with course fees. Yeah, fam out. Yeah, family. This is great news. And what can I say? I, I really love this. And we know for a fact that he's going to do well. I had another story from the same. Fidelity is offering Bitcoin trading for its customers. You hear that family? Isn't this a bank? Well, Fidelity Digital Assets now offers Bitcoin trading to Fidelity Investments customers. You hear that? Customers can purchase and trade Bitcoin, but will not be able to transfer funds to a wallet where they have control over the private keys or a self-custody wallet. Well, you know what, famo? This is good and bad news. They want you to trade Bitcoin, yet whatever profits or whatever you make off this, you can't take with you to your own private wallet. I am not really with this. I'm going to continue to read this. An option for withdrawing funds in the future was mentioned, but no further information or a timeline has been provided. Customers who trade with with Fidelity will not be charged a fee, but rather a 1% spread, which is the difference between the price at which you purchase or sell Bitcoin in your Fidelity account and the price at which Fidelity Digital Assets fills your transaction. Yeah, I, I have mentioned something like this like a couple of years ago where I, where I figured, you know, they, they would just get the Bitcoin and they would allow you to access it and do some work. Meanwhile, they, they're the ones who gain. It's just about getting the asset famo and figuring it out to where the middleman who was, well, according to the technology, who had been circumvented, is now trying to get himself in back in the spot. But here's the good thing. 92% of the Bitcoin has already gone somewhere else. So they will work their ish off to get you and get in between you and the other 8%. You know what I mean? Which is why we've been here talking about getting it before they lock down the shop, which they're trying to do. Only U.S. residents who are 18 years old or older in qualified states will be permitted to trade Bitcoin on Fidelity's platform. Yeah, you're going to be vetted, man. They're going to get in there and uh, try to vet and see if you have the right credentials to, you know, you know what I mean, Famo? You're going to you 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 you're going to be you're going to have to have the right credentials and uh, you know what I mean the right credit and everything else just to well famo I was glad to have purchased a little bit um, enough you know what I mean enough that might be able to secure the wealth of my future generations yes famo and I have another story here I was looking at. A couple of things and let me see if I can find it if the famo can bear with me for a minute it had uh, I think it was on the insights here and an opinion a collection of Bitcoin values this 
was um, back in 2022, but I, I had a good reading on this and I thought it was nice to bring up. Yes, famo. Okay. A collection of Bitcoin values. You tweet about a vision for a better world. And this is by Jack Ronaldi, August 31st, 2022. You tweet about a vision for a better world on a Bitcoin standard, which is a good book, by the way. I will put that in the show notes later on. There is a book by the name and also there is a Bitcoin standard podcast with Seyfedean Amus, which I do listen to quite regularly. And you get immediately attacked by Bitcoin critics, lifetime academics and crypto shills. You wonder to yourself, do they really think the current system is fine? Well, famo, as we see, and this was written in 2022. Are people really this gullible? Yes, they are. Or are they malicious? Don't we all have the same goals for a free, fair and sustainable future? We do. Yet some people have their own vision of how they're going to get there. So what are we to do? We should start with one. What we, what we agree on, most importantly, do we agree on a shared set of values and principles? Where we disagree, we should focus on understanding why and if we can compromise. If not, while it may be useful to understand why, it is unlikely we will see eye to eye on how to best build the future. Indeed, if we find ourselves agreeing or willing to compromise, then we can debate alternative solutions on how to achieve our common vision for the future. What follows are my values and principles, and this is the author, which are the foundation of my support of Bitcoin. My hope in writing this is to encourage continued discussion on what values and principles are core to Bitcoin. What cannot be compromised for Bitcoin's success and what are nice to have? To me, the below are not negotiable. Do you agree? 1. Value 1. Individual freedom. I believe autonomy is one of the three basic human needs. We should all have freedom of choice over our own lives. We can each do what we want with our own lives so long as what we want isn't to tell others what to do. Take away their freedoms or their life. Value 2. Fairness. Everyone should have equal opportunities, equal out- not equal outcomes, excuse me. How else can we fairly account for differences in effort or ability? This isn't to say we will leave people down on their luck starving on the streets, value number nine, but it also means freeloaders are not welcome. Value number three, sustainability. Live within our own and the planet's natural means. Whether or not you believe in climate change, it is clear that the planet's natural resources are limited. We cannot grow our consumption exponentially without end as the current fiat system incentivizes. Value number four, transparency. Sunlight is the best disinfectant. Radical transparency is generally recommended. Troy Cross pointed out the apparent tension between this and privacy. And we had a whole long um, 
article on the cypherpunks and privacy in one of my other shows. I believe that organizations serving the public like governments and corporations which depend on trust should be transparent by default. How much do you trust opaque organizations? Well, most of us don't don't even care because a lot of people are not very responsible, right? No one wants to go into crypto to have to learn and a lot of people don't, in my experience in speaking with them, on buying a wallet, learning how to purchase crypto on an exchange, transferring that to a wallet or a hot wallet or a cold storage wallet, learning how to self-custody, it's, it's personal responsibility. People will give that up for a fee and then complain when the banks lose their money or their money goes up in smoke with some um, type of uh, hack attack or something to that nature. Oh, famo, I'm getting a little bit thirsty here. Let me drink a little water. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, without going off on a rant, we're going to go to value six, security. Have assurances of the security of our rights, property, and personal safety. However, trading personal freedom for security is a fool's trade and we are likely to end up with neither. That's just human nature when presented with power, especially among those who seek power. I tell you what, I was speaking to uh, 47 Bull quite recently, and I was talking about a story I put out recently in the SEC chairman being approached by Binance in 2017, 2018. And for a fact, I know that they would have offered him a pretty sum. And instead of going for the money, he went for the position and the power, which, yeah, you know, that, you know, as just as, just as I was saying not too long ago, not even too long ago as I was reading, it is human nature when presented with power, especially among those who seek power. Yeah. So he went for the power instead. Value seven, privacy. Privacy is a human right and a human fight. It should be respected by default. Yes, even by governments. Unlike a public organization, I believe an individual should have the right to privacy and only disclose information if they see fit. For those who think of you who think I don't need privacy, I have nothing to hide, it's a trap. Value eight, personal accountability. You know what I was I was thinking about that, like everyone, you know, some people are like, no, I have nothing to hide. Yeah, I, you know, my life is open. Well then, you know what? Put a sign up in front of your house and say that it's fine for anyone to come eat dinner with you and take a shower in your house and just leave your door unlocked. See how many people are good with that. Value eight, personal accountability. Take accountability for your own actions. See extreme ownership for a good read on this. That is by Joko Willink. I've read that book, Extreme Ownership. Honestly, I can't explain it better than Joko and Leif, Joko Willink, only to say that taking accountability leads to accelerated learning, improved decision-making, resilience, and an overall stronger society. Yes, famo. Value 9. Social Responsibility 
Act in a manner that benefits not only yourself, but society as a whole. This has two parts. We should not, outs we should not to outsource negative external externalities onto a society. That is, don't do stupid, evil shit. <laughs> in an uncertain universe where bad luck befalls even the best prepared, put aside greed, help others in need. Value 10. Optimism. Be optimistic about the future. People lacking optimism in their vision will not persevere in the face of extreme uncertainty and multiple setbacks in their quest to make the world a better place. Without optimists, how can we hope to build a better future? A lot of skeptics will call us pessimistic on liberal democracy. I see it differently. I see us as optimistic on a new system, a system that more closely abides by the democratic ethos of the people, by the people where the control of one is the most where the control of one of the most important layers of society, the monetary layer, is put into our hands. Forgive me, family. So where does this leave us? Bitcoin is the best embodiment of the above values and principles available today. Bitcoin is uniquely decentralized, free and open, resistant to censorship or mutability, anonymous, transparent, digital, upgradable, and with a limited supply. While not perfect, its properties offer the best set of trade-offs in support of the above values. This is no accident. Rather, it was these values that led to the creation of Bitcoin in the first place and have continued to guide its evolution. Ultimately, I believe these values act as a sort of guide for Bitcoiners as we each do our part, either by building or teaching, podcasting, I put that in there, to help realize our vision of a better world. That was, a, that was pretty good, FAMO, I think. And, you know, I think it will be the last. I, let me take a look here, FAMO. I, um, I had another one or two stories. And, you know, I might just add one little bit that I had saved up on Bitcoin. Yeah, FAMO, it's a, it's a nice, chill Sunday little bit windy and so yeah I had this set up about Bitcoin and I'm going to read that Bitcoin's peer-to-peer -peer nature makes the digital currency much harder to be banned or controlled as transferring value through the network doesn't involve an intermediary that can be that could be subpoenaed by the government this property, paired with a limited supply of 21 million coins, enables Bitcoin holders to preserve wealth for the long term in a more sovereign way than what is possible with fiat currencies or even gold. Just reading a couple of things that I had uh, placed um, along with the stories. And lastly, the path to understanding Bitcoin is both enlightening and frustrating. As Satoshi pointed out, there is nothing to relate it to. In some aspects, Bitcoin is like many instruments we are already familiar with. Cash, gold, banking, and payment systems, even energy storage. At the same time, these comparisons fall short of fully capturing why Bitcoin matters. I believe the best Bitcoin characterization, famo, biting my tongue here, is simply that it is money. 
Bitcoin is money that operates on new principles that are surprisingly efficient at achieving monetary properties of scarcity, fungibility, durability, verifiability, and portability. Yes, famo. Uh, this is your boy, Crippy. A little bit on Bitcoin today. I really wanted to get into the nitty-gritty of Bitcoin, but decided on this for today. I will come with part three of my series where I get into Bitcoin itself. Then we will move on to stable coins and the like CBDCs, which is a very important topic because eventually, one day a lot of us will wake up and realize that there is a digital currency. Well, not to say that money isn't digital, it already is, but it will be something like the FedNow program or CBDCs. And for some people, it will just be a, a rude awakening. But for us who've been into crypto and watching this thing develop slowly, we will be very well prepared for that event. And saying that, famo, that's your boy Creepy for today. And I am out.